There's a stigma in this world that men can't talk. Listen, if you're a man and you've got weight on your shoulders and you think the only way you can solve this is by killing yourself, please speak to someone. Speak to anyone. People would rather, I know I'd rather have me make cry on my shoulder than go to his funeral next week. So please, let's get rid of this stigma and men start talking. Every single individual has a story to tell. And they're great stories that need to be heard. I want every listener to know they have the ability to change the world. Welcome to the 1720 Podcast. What's up, Mount Movers? Welcome back to the 1720 Podcast. Stewie, we're recording back-to-back days. This airing, or this episode will air next week, but then yesterday's doesn't air for a few weeks. <laughs> so I feel like I'm getting in a time machine for some of these conversations. Yeah, the common refrain is, it happened yesterday, but we know it's not happening for two weeks, <laughs> and then we can't figure out the timeline of how this all works out, despite the fact that we have a spreadsheet and a rollout plan, but yes, yesterday is two weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Two, yes. Yesterday is two weeks into the future. Is that right? <laughs> something like that. I know yeah. I know it got pretty funny yesterday recording, trying to think about something that's on today's agenda that I couldn't talk about for the 100th episode because I hadn't surprised you with it yet. So no, I'm, that's I'm, today's I, episode. And you said then, time warp, I've already told you what it is, which blew my mind because I didn't know now but by then i do it's like some back to the future stuff we need a time machine for this yeah pretty much <laughs> half our crowd has already turned this episode off yeah they're done with this <laughs> right, let's let, let, let's see if we can catch people back uh two weeks ago we've had two like preacher eps right like we had kent uh and sam leading up to this I, I, dude i've i've had more feedback in the last two weeks than i usually do i, I think we've said on air before you catch most of the feedback um for whatever reason about people listening and catching up dude i've had some this week just holy mackerel those crazy stories or those stories not a crazy part those stories like hit home for them um do you same for you yeah that's the deal man there's vulnerability in it and some realness and and true testimony that regardless of people's come up or faith i think there were some relatable stories in there a lot of people are going through divorce um or have family that has gone through it uh addictions very real uh, you know, different paths and journeys and the hard road to get you where you're at. I think a lot of people related to it. That's why we heard a lot of feedback from the past two weeks. Yeah. I, I was actually texting with Kent this morning. Cause you know, as you can tell, I sort of caught on to the, every hero needs a guide theme there. And it, we've, I've been texting back and forth with him for like hours this morning about where that guide needs to live. Like, does that guide need to be in your feedback loop? Does that guide need to be organizationally like your direct report values to that being the case and pros and cons to having um, a guide that's not in your expertise and not in your organization and all sorts of just back and forth with that, not landing with any answer, uh, but just vetting out like, you know, how does this work and pros and cons to it? And I could, I could bore you with some of our like deep chatter, but um, the point being, that, I had a big takeaway around that, uh, and I'm still three weeks later, I guess, pinging him, bugging him, asking about it, trying to uh, find a space to land on it. So, uh, cool takeaways in terms of vulnerability and like some practical like business application 
um, stuff too. So those were really good episodes for me. Yeah, I have a praise report too. The day Sam, last week's episode, my pastor, uh, the day it aired, I went online and finally signed up for a next step in ministry. So after a long hiatus, uh, I'm going to be serving in the church. So I got an interview at Sunday's, before or after Sunday's service to talk about uh, what I want to serve in. And it's most likely the switch. Uh, it's called switch. It's sixth to 12th graders Wednesday nights. They get together, do their thing and figure that's my energy level. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> so I'll go in there and Ric Flair woo and scare them. And I don't know, maybe I'll get an opportunity to share some testimony, but if it's just holding the door, I've already made that decision in my head. I'm just there. You yeah. need me to hold a bucket, uh, usher people in. doesn't matter. I'm just yeah. there. And then you're going to do everything. <laughs> no <laughs> discipline. I can't. Uh, it's funny. I, I actually wrote uh, today. I was journaling on some stuff. And I, one of the things I wrote down was like, I don't know when to say no. And I pull everything into my orbit. And so don't, don't do that. Figure out how to avoid that. Uh, it's not a trap because, you know, with, conversationally we talk about it all the time. It's like, it's not like you're doing bad things. You're just me being consumed by everything. Oftentimes all are good things. I just can't can't let my time be consumed like that. So don't yep. you don't either. Nope, can't do. It. And that's that's why I that's why I picked Wednesday night because it's seven PM. I can already have had dinner with my family. So it seems to be the least intrusive with my family. Like I don't, mm-hmm. uh, doing multiple services on Sunday kind of robs from the precious time I have from that with them. So I figured this one's the least intrusive and hopefully greatest impact. Yeah, that'll be fun, man. I look forward to hearing some of those stories. It's uh, that isn't uh, a crew that is full of energy. If it's anything like the Watermark team, uh, it's full of energy. The kids are. It's a crazy dance party up there. So good tell you what, that. I'm not from a wardrobe standpoint. I'm not coming in with the airtight skinny jeans. It just ain't happening. Your fit's just, not. Yeah, your fit's not going to be on point for those kids. No, no, they'll they'll <laughs> know I'm aged and out of tune. <laughs> uh, whatever, man. That's not, I mean, yeah, for sure. Also, doesn't matter. Um, and I, I know you'll fit in over there and, and I do hope you get a chance to like pour into some of those kids and share your story. Cause that's a vulnerable population. And I mean, in terms of like st- life stuff starts to move real fast in that phase. And so I hope you get oh, a yeah. chance to sit next to a kid and tip his trajectory back towards the right spaces, man. That's right. Um, all right. So I guess we'll intro our big guest for this week. <laughs> just kidding. We don't have one. It's just me and you. Oh yeah. Drum roll. <laughs> yeah, nobody. No, nobody. But it's cool um, to get you, feedback that from our, you know, weekly guests like, Hey man, we want to hear from y'all every now and again. Yeah. Well, you, you got a, you put together a prep sheet today with a couple of stories <laughs> and, but to me, the most exciting part is apparently we're replacing a Stewie bingo tile with something new yes. that I don't know about yet. So hit, hit me with it. What is it? Uh, and I'm so, it, it took so much discipline and restraint <laughs> <laughs> to not just like text you it or call it out live because uh-huh. it you're probably on like a three or four week streak of doing it. And I'm like, huh, this is becoming a trend. And mm. I would just say nothing about it. And then like after the fourth week, I'm like, oh my God, we have a new uh, Stewie bingo tile. So I, I have a couple of guesses as to what it might be. Cause there's, I've noticed in my communication style, there's a few things I've started saying recently that I'm like, Ooh, I like I text it. I say it. I think it more often. So I'm curious if you've picked up what I've picked up about myself. Go on. Well, uh, my thought was, well, we need to add one. But then since the Texo Candy Bowl game has, I want to, I was going to say deleted, but if you go look up there, it's a bunch of Hershey kisses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more working Jolly Ranchers. So that one's, (laughs) so that one on the bingo sheet is kind of outdated. Yeah, right. 
So what's what is it? I'll give you one guess. Go. You can okay. take one, but then I'll say it. So I've been saying a lot. <laughs> say more about that, where people like kind of lead into a story and then kind of hit a point where I don't have like a full understanding of what they're saying. Yeah. And so that's turned into the thing I say to like probe a little deeper to try to get people to say more things about whatever they just ended saying. That's a I've good. Been saying that a lot. That's a good one. That's, that's not, not it. That's not the one I was thinking. Have you noticed I've been saying that a lot lately? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice that it was new though. Yeah, no, it's new because I was uh, at short story as long as possible. Had gone on a little bit of a vacation with some family friends, the Jacksons, and uh, my buddy Grant Jackson uh, had said he said it. I was talking about something I forget what it was, and he said it to me, and I, and I thought that's a really great way to capture the idea that I'm not going to let you stop talking. I want you to keep going. And uh, so I just like straight snapped it up from him and began using it about four weeks ago. So it's, it's all new. It's all, all Stewie. Well, it's all Grant actually. So shout out to Grant Jackson, but um, that's not it. So what is it? So it's, I'm using air quotes here because you would like, you've started out of nowhere. (laughs) You've started air quoting things. You're like, for the listeners, I'm I'm air quoting here. And you can't see my hands, but (laughs) dude, it's like four straight weeks. You've done it. Okay. And so All I started right. noticing it. And then week after week, I'm like, oh, this is his new shtick. Okay. And I'm not going to do it ever again now. That's not true. I'm using yeah, air quotes I, here. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm never going to do it again. I'm using air quotes when I say never. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, that's funny. The, there was another one I did the other. Oh, it was, uh, maybe you said it two points, but I actually had two points. And so you said I was going to have to change it and say three points so that I could get to two. Was that you? I think that was our surprise hundredth episode. Oh, okay. 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 That was a funny the other day too. All right. Air quotes. I'm using my air quotes as a new replacing Jolly Rancher with I'm using my air quotes. That's right. Okay. (laughs) So it's living and breathing like a a good SOP, right? Like you make revision one, revision two. Yeah. That's funny. I'm curious what ones I've been advised that there was a side dialogue around what ended up on the chart. I'm curious what, which ones hit the floor. You don't have to tell me now because you're afraid they're going to be like a little too close to home. I know there were some, you're like, I can't say that he'll be hurt by it. So I don't even remember him. That's funny. But I use somebody as a, like a, just a test, like, Hey, I'm trying to be, I want to surprise him. And I think it could cause some fun engagement with our listeners uh, but I don't want to do it if you think you'd offend him. And yeah, our the my advisor said, "Oh no, l- this is golden. Let's go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine. And that's you were a, a total bit. sport with it. Oh, it's been a good bit. I feel like I've leaned in mostly. Um, and I, I go back and look up, look it up every once in a while. But I've leaned into it mostly. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just part of the fun of this journey. <laughs> yeah, it really has been. Um, okay, so y- you you kicked us a couple of stories. Yeah, that y- that you wanted to talk through, and I don't, I don't know where they are. Uh, so I'll give you the talking stick, so to speak, to tell me a story, um, and then we'll talk through whatever whatever little nuggets are in there, man. Yeah. So the first one I have, because it really ties into our theme over the past few weeks of vulnerability um, and sharing stories and, and men talking with men. So this is kind of aimed at men on this one. And it's this dude, Patty the Batty. Have you ever heard of Patty the Batty? Negative ghostwriter. So he's exploding on the UFC scene. He's just electrifying. He's out of London. Um, he's, he's just crushing opponents, but he's, he's got the juice with him. You know what I mean? He, he brings the electricity. He's, he's fun to follow. He's kind of got that Conor McGregor vibe, but not as I guess machismo as him, but yeah, yeah. Electrifying dude. And, uh, so he had a fight recently and he won. And so when you win, you kind of get the, um, 
analyst to come in with the microphone, you get the crowd's attention for a minute. And he kind of quickly went into like, and, and this isn't typical for him. So it was, and it was really heartfelt and I watched it and it was, uh, that earlier that morning of his fight, one of his good friends took his own life. Mm. And so that person was going through some struggles and he just went on about it. But he, he said something to the tune of like, men, we have to be comfortable sharing our emotions with each other, like open up. And then the closer, he was like, I'd much rather you lean your head on my shoulder than me show up at your funeral. Like I need yeah. to do in a few days. And just saying that out loud, I got goosebumps. Like I, I did too. It was very it, real, man. And I don't know what it is. I don't know that it's unique to men, but probably. And I don't know that it's unique to like American culture. I feel like it's maybe cross cultural that we're just going to bottle it up, right? Just stuff it down. Doesn't matter, um, and and not talk about whatever whatever it is. I mean, it's not even subject matter specific. And I'm I'm not. A, a super um, educated person when it comes with, to like uh, the idea of why people commit suicide. I don't know, but I don't get the impression. It's like one particular thing. It's across a bunch of different I- ideas or issues or problems or struggles that sort of lin- in, end you up in that space. That um, eventually leads you to, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> right. Right. And those are all, I mean, dude, those are all false narratives, right? Those are all like lies that are being whispered to you in your moments of vulnerability that start to take root if you don't talk to someone about it and say, Hey man, this is going to be crazy, but I need to tell somebody so I can be held accountable to it. So you check in on me because it's, it's not, the light is not in there. Yeah. I need you. I need you to turn the light on and help me get this out. Um, and what, I don't know what it is about dudes that we just don't do it. We're just like, eh, I'm tougher than that. I'll bottle it up. I got stuff to do. I don't know what it is, uh, but we got to stop. Yeah, I think I I mean our I know our journeys are different in a lot of ways, but this one's probably similar like it's a sign of weakness allegedly, right? I'm talking about the yeah, false yeah. narrative. It's a sign yeah, of weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't share that stuff. You're a wimp if you do that. Like in Right. That was like my Chicago blue collar upbringing. We don't emotions. Forget that. All right, you're a wimp. What are people going to think about me? Yeah. Right? When I say, "Hey, this is something I'm struggling with. What are they going to think about me? How's that going to affect my relationships? How's that going to affect my job? Maybe this is part of it." What's what what sort of outward narrative gets derived is derived from the inward narrative, um, but it, it it's all fake, right? I mean, and, and if you're hanging with the right people, it's all fake. And to the extent there are people who are going to like change the way they feel about you because you have a particular struggle that you're wrestling with, you don't even be rolling with those people anyway. Um, so the idea that you, you you know we come back to it three, four, five times that you need to find a group that you can be real with. Um, just kind of accentuated by this idea of like, there are people in your life who care about you and they much rather like hear you say it, talk about it, cry about it, be fr- frustrated by it, wrestle with it, then show up on them uh, in a black suit at a funeral one day. That's definitely the case. Yeah. If you're, if you're getting a negative response to a vulnerable moment, that's not a reflection on you. That's a reflection on them. And I'm speaking yeah, firsthand because well, I was not somebody you want to share something vulnerable with growing up mm-hmm. and you want, because of maybe jealousy, maybe insecurity, immaturity, a combination of all three. But if you get, don't shut down on that. If you shared it, I don't want quote unquote with the wrong person, mm-hmm. you know, like right. it's, it, that's a reflection of them. And, and so when you fast forward into today, man, am I lucky to have a circle of guys like you where, like <laughs> yesterday after recording, like I just said something 
like kind of jokingly, but y'all leaned in on a serious level and was like, I don't think you should do that. Uh, mm-hmm. That could have some ramifications. And then I told both of you that I hate both of you. And then, <laughs> and then I think shoved both of you and then walked away. Cause I knew you were right, but like common occurrence, man, we call each other out out of love. Yeah. And dude, I even talked about that with somebody this mo- early this morning about like how blessed we are. Another inner circle guy yeah. that we just have each other. Like it's, and so I'm sharing all that. And I don't want, if you're a listener that doesn't have that, go find it. We can be that for you. If you, if you're a listener and you want to share something with us because you're carrying a burden, I know I'll volunteer myself. I'm here. Yeah. Like find your, find a tribe. We can be your tribe. Like don't bottle that stuff up. If you're carrying a heavy load in your head, get it out, get it out because the alternatives stink and, and they have exponential impact around so many people that you have no idea love you. So get it out there. Let me add this as like a, you know, a, a point at the end to, or maybe not the end, but sort of my, my final thoughts on it is I have found in this season, I talk a lot about, like, I wrote that down or I, would, I think I may mentioned earlier journaling this morning, like just writing all the crazy stuff in my head down somewhere. And you don't always identify like what it is by writing it down immediately. But over time, I've, I've looked back at the things I've written down and been able to find themes of stuff that is percolating around in my brains that I haven't like resolved or dealt with or addressed. Right. And so the question, the question I want to pose is like, what is it that's rumbling around in your head that, that needs to be addressed or dealt with or talk to someone about it? What is it? And if you don't know what it is, um, then, then maybe finding a pen and a piece of paper on a consistent, regular, disciplined basis will help you track, monitor and see those patterns. So you can say like, man, I, I do find myself X or in these moments or on these days, Y so that you can draw a story arc across, across all of it and then begin unpacking either what it is or how you got there or who you need to speak to about it or how you can resolve it or whatever the case may be, but just keeping it bundled in your brains and never like assessing it or addressing it. Uh, that's the space where the lies live and you got to get them out. It's chaos, man. And I, Mm. so we're just a couple, you're a lawyer. I'm a construction guy. Like we're not doctors. So I don't know what level my anxiety is compared to most, but I know at times if, if I don't discipline or control my thoughts, they are out of hand. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think I shared several weeks ago up on my board. I, one of my, my first goal of daily reframe my mindset. Yeah. If things start happening, the fire drills are going off and you just start manifesting that, like it is absolute chaos upstairs. <laughs> and, well, and you got to have some discipline to shut it down and re- reset it, reframe it. Like, okay, those are not good, but I'm healthy. Like, or yeah. like whatever the reframe is, got to do well, it. And you, you, and I say the collective you, I say that like you and the like listener you have the opportunity to assist others in doing that too, right? Like help them. You can see in others when they're distracted, frustrated, anxious, or whatever. And you have those moments to like speak it to them and say, Hey man, I noticed yesterday you're frustrated. How, what's going on there? How can I, is there something that's underlying that? Is there, how can I help manage it? Is there anything I can do to help lean in on this issue? Uh, I, I, I see that sometimes with the kids and I'll, I'll tell a William story. If he listened to all the stories I've told, he'd probably be super embarrassed because he's 14. <laughs> but like last night we leave the gym, uh, basketball story here, check that box. Um, we leave the gym. His team had played okay. Um, he had played. He actually played really well last night, uh, but they lost. And he gets in the car. In fact, on the way out, he like snatched the keys from me. 
He's like, I'm going to the car. And I was like, okay, I'll see you out there. But again, the car is just insanely, he's just so mad. He's just so mad. And uh, I was like, what? Okay, why are you mad? Tell me why you're mad. And then we we started to like address why he was mad. And because I know him, because I know what what makes him tick, I, I knew he was upset about something. We talked about like reframing that. I was like, you're mad because of this. But that's not the journey you're on. That's the journey they're on, right? Like, let's think about where you're headed. What's your journey? And are there things along your path you should be mad about? And so I was able to like help him reframe his mindset in a way that was like, forget about that. Let's think about the things that you're controlling, right? And in any way, the, the point of that story is not to tell me like, oh, I did a good job. The point of that story is like, that's a person that like I, I'm deeply connected with. I, I saw that he was frustrated and I had the opportunity as his parent, but as a mentor or a boss or as a, to see it, connect to it, assess it, reframe it, and then move on. Yep. Uh, so you, you'll all have those opportunities across the board and, you, and avail yourselves to them. Step into that vulnerability and help somebody. That's good stuff, man. Okay. You got another story. I do. I, <laughs> I don't know. It came out of nowhere. I was driving to a meeting or back to the office and I hadn't thought about this in <laughs> 15, who knows how long. This is an old story that just comes zooming into your brain. Zooming into the front, it fully plays out in my brain, and I just start (laughs) laughing out loud because 15 years ago in the moment, it was embarrassing, and today it's so much more relatable. And and I I made it, I don't know if you caught it, I made it as a a DM earlier earlier last week, so that'd be last week. (laughs) Time, Uh, Time machine. Yeah, time machine again. But I call it the measuring stick story. And so when I, when I transitioned from the field side to the office side of construction, I was getting my feet under me, didn't really know what I was doing. And I was sent out to do some field measurements. So we got some shop drawings and you need to measure the openings. I have a tape measure, no problem. I've never used a laser or anything to do high point, low point, which Construction folks know exactly what I'm talking about, but like, mm-hmm. I just was going to get my width and my height, measure it 17,000 times and make sure I got it and then come back. One of the older project managers, he's like, oh, I got so many tools. You want, you want me to give you something that would help? I'm like, well, of course. And so yeah, he gives please. me this like th- <laughs> th- this bag that kind of looks like a, a larger pool stick case, if you can think about that. Yeah. And uh, he shows it to me and it's got this, it's got this flat part and you extend it out and it gives you a true measurement of the width. And I'm like, I just figured like, oh. So you can take interior dimensions with it you without can, yeah, having you to like, go from tape wall, across it? You, yeah. Instead of your tape breaking, I guess it yeah, just gives yeah, you. Yeah. And I didn't know, I figured maybe this is standard practice. And mm-hmm. so I show up to the job site. <laughs> I'm getting in front of these openings, ready to measure. I'm extending this telescoping measuring stick. I got my tape measuring. Dude, I'm early 20s, so uh-huh. I'm a young buck. And the GC superintendent comes up to me, like, concerned look. He's like, who are you with? <laughs> and I say, oh, I'm with so-and-so. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, measuring openings. And he sees the telescoping measuring stick. <laughs> and why it makes me even laugh, say it out loud now. What popped in my head last week was just the look of utter disappointment and, and, <laughs> and like being stunned that I that they sent me out here that I was using this that like all hit him at once. And he's an older, more experienced guy. So like that look of extreme disappointment was there's no way this is gonna be right. <laughs> and so in the DM I said, like, think about that viral picture of Ben Affleck smoking yeah, yeah, a yeah. cigarette, like with the 
extreme disappointment. That's the exact look I got from the guy. Right. I didn't know that that telescopic measuring stick was like ages old. Like it hasn't been used in decades. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is how we do it. This is a, a PM that I report to gave it to me. Let's rock and roll. Yeah. And so the reflection from that very funny moment is, and I tell this often to people here, right? Like every year you grow in your career, like if you're on this incline on a line graph, there's mm -hmm. always going to be that baseline project engineer or entry level intern that has no idea what they're doing. And, and rather than get frustrated, which you see a lot of, especially in construction, like how can you lean in and help that person have some understanding that you were there, you you were a rookie at some point, everybody was, uh, show some grace if they don't know what they're doing. Uh, and if it has to escalate, maybe call their boss and be like, hey, man, so-and-so is trying their best, but I think they need a little bit more guidance than what you gave them. They don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. There's that opportunity is everywhere, man. Like 30 years from now, Stuart, you're, you're going to have somebody that's entry level that you're working right. with. They're always going to be there. Yeah. So how, how can we lift those people up and, and help them out? And maybe, maybe you do the Ben <laughs> Affleck look after you get back into your office. <laughs> by so your, beaten. Sorry yeah. yourself, but like, I don't know. There's so much. It's a cool story that it wasn't intended to be motivational for me, but it ended up being motivational. Yeah. It, um, uh, check off a bingo box on this one because I'm going to tell a story on top of a story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the firm, the way we frame that, with respect to young folks coming in is we don't view them. At least I don't view them as you, like baby lawyers or young, like they are their, their talent or expertise and experiences, baby lawyer. But I always view them through the lens of a future partner. And so whenever I reframe that to think like, okay, this is not just somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. This is someone who in plus or minus 10 years will be a, a partner of mine. And then that helps me like frame the idea that I need to help them get from A to B. And so when I see mistakes, when something gets messed up, I don't think this, this is so stupid. I think I need to help fix this because in 10 years, they're going to be a partner and I need them to be a, 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 um, able to handle all these things in 10 years. And and I think about that here. And maybe you think about that at home too, right? Like you're, you're raising a nine-year-old or whatever, but you're not preparing them to be nine, you're preparing them to leave at 18 and go out into the world and be like successful, respectful, flourishing, vibrant adults. And if you think about, no, I'm, I'm just trying to help this nine-year-old be the best nine-year-old, it, it's a little myopic. It looks at your feet. Whereas if you can pick up your head and look down the road and reframe everything as to that long view, maybe that helps mitigate some of the frustration, angst, anxiety, whatever that comes around dealing with people who are novices and making mistakes. Um, so th that's, that's sort of the way we look at it, or at least our teams look at it here um, at the firm. And I'll give a shout out to John Acuff here. Do you ever follow him on social? Uh, loosely, I think. He posted something the other day that like, I tagged. I was like, I'm coming back to this forever. Soap he, with goats? No, it wasn't soap with goats, but that was a hilarious one. Go, man, that's a, that's a deep dig. Um, <laughs> it, it was, uh, he said, if you want to raise a child to be kind, you teach them to be kind at six and then give them 10 years to experience it and to work on it. And I was just like, that's it, right? Like we're not teaching partners to be partners the moment before they become partners. You're not teaching tradesmen to become um, experienced experts in their field at the time, right? 
you teach them those things early and give them 10 years to practice. Um, and so reframing those mistakes, reframing all those accidents, reframing some of those moments of stupidity uh, in terms of the long play. There you go, man. I think that's a super helpful tip. For sure. And uh, man, that, that, that could parlay into a lot of things like generosity. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you, you hear that in church and, and other leadership. Like if you're waiting for that financial windfall before you're going to be generous, you most likely aren't going to be generous. You're no. just going to go buy a speedboat, which sounds cool. But yeah, it does sound fun. Actually, <laughs> you're being generous to yourself. <clears throat> but if you're waiting for that, it's good to practice and build that habit as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, all right, uh, go, 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 go. You're going to be very delighted by this news. So, okay. Um, if you bought me a speedboat, yes, bro, I'm <laughs> rolling in it. Money trees. You're so all generous. My backyard. Uh, <laughs> All you have to do in LinkedIn in the search bar is search soap with goat and it's the no. very top post that shows up. Oh my have, goodness. And you're the very top comment because you have 10 likes to it. Um, that's amazing. And I'm going to go find it right now. Well, I'll wait till we're done and then I'll go find it. And you'll be happy to know that Kevin Carey, Dynamic Glass and 1720 liked it. No, I loved it. Dynamic Glass supported it, and 1720 found it insightful. (laughs) Yeah, here it is. Dude, this is from a year ago. Uh, Uh, How many posts are you going to find that have the search criteria soap with goats? Soap with goats. Yeah. (laughs) He says, I shouted like I had won an Olympic gold medal, scaring at least a dozen people in Nashville trying to buy artisanal bean sprouts and soap made with goat. So then my response was soap made with goat. <laughs> that was it. Yep. Yeah, that's a, a weird goat. dig of nothingness, but we found it. I thought I'd never find it again. Oh, no. Easy. Yeah. That's Internet the, never forgets, man. That's the benefit of a virtual recording. I, was, I had right. the double screen going. I'm like, I'm going to search if I can find that. Boom. Top post. That's the benefit of... Um, oh, my brain just stopped working. Oh, Joe Rogan. Like Anytime they get off in a ditch, they got the guy... We'll go guy. find it and show it to them. They got a guy. We need a guy. Or maybe you're that guy. Uh, yeah, I could, you know, dual task a little bit. I might miss what you're saying leading up to it, but. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know what else we have today. What else we have? Man, Anything? that's that's about it. I just, uh, we, we're we going to take our se- second crack next week with Stephen Holly. Oh, yeah. Stillwater that's... Capital and carry the load. And he had to bail last minute because of the Fed hike kicked in the day we were supposed to record. And and at the moment, we didn't understand what, like, what he was talking about when he was like, obviously, you know, my life is in a tailspin right now. We're like, okay. Didn't really. And then the Fed hike news came out. We're like, oh. He was inside. He had the, he had the inside news. I'm looking. For, I don't know how much he'll share with us, but he's since he's on sort of that side of the construction equation, I'm curious to hear from him since that time, right? Because there's totally. been a lot of market movement. There's been a lot of stuff going on since we were supposed to record with him, that I, I think might be insightful and helpful uh, to the extent he's willing to share some inside baseball around those issues. Cause we, we all know like what our little microcosm of information looks like. So w- getting someone who's outside of our little tiny circle or even outside of our next, next circle uh, to help explain like, here's what's moving the needle for us. I think that brings us all together a little better to help us understand how to solve problems a little bit more collaboratively um, and understand how to put things together in a way that aren't creating fi- creating fi- friction, aren't creating friction. Um, so in fact, I had a call with a client, uh, yesterday, 
just sort of trying to solve a problem to which I said, are we trying to solve a problem that we don't understand why that's the problem? Maybe. And so you take a step back, ask another question, and then you come back together and like, oh, that what we were doing weren't gonna, wasn't going to solve the problem anyway because we didn't know enough information. So hopefully uh, he can help plug us into there in addition to um, all the other stories and cool things he's up to and things he's done in, done in the past, et cetera. I'm looking forward to catching up with him. Yeah, much heavier dive into construction real estate because all of us are yeah. talking about how isolated are we from the recession? How many deals are getting folded? Right. Uh, are you picking your best three out of 10? And if every developer does that, that's going to leave far less for us to fight over. And I mean, yeah. I, I've, you know, I've already had one pretty large deal get folded up right before we were about to start. And, mm-hmm. you know, is that an indicator of more to come? Yes. But how yeah, many, probably. how deep do you think we'll get? Right. I'm interested to hear his prognostication because I know he has insight on all that that uh, you know probably most of us don't have visibility to so yep and then so other things coming up we referenced it but our 100th episode so this would be 98 Stephen mm-hmm. will be 99 and That's then right. August 15th our 100th episode so we have I, I'm going to put a date out there August 10th should be the big reveal promo video we shot a promo video with this 100th guest you're not going to believe the stats that this person holds unbelievable um and so kudos to you to putting it together too by the way like top to bottom yeah you did the hustle you got it put together um coordinated the video shoot all of it so as as per usual kev did the hustle to make it happen yeah team effort bro Uh, (laughs) it's going to be cool but so august 10th we are going to reveal who the guest is with a video so expect a video out and our boy rhett is already working on it yep Yep. Well, that's going to be awesome. Um, it probably takes us to the end. A yep. couple of awesome stories today. New bingo tile. <laughs> lots of chat, lots of just chatter. Uh, so hope you guys picked up a couple of nuggets out of that. Uh, and until next week, you guys stay out there. Keep moving mountains.